BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ibera Star Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, dude. The 90s called. With Christine Taylor and David Lasher. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Hey, Dude, the 90s called podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, David. Hi, David. Um, you're so formal. Um, well, you didn't say your name. I mean, how people <laughs> oh, sorry. Know I'm Christine. <laughs> but I like the way you say welcome to uh, hey, hey, Dude, the 90s called podcast. I like it. It's very formal. Oh, because I told you you had a good intro voice. No, no. Now you're telling me I have a good intro <laughs> no, voice. No, you just have a good, like, you just go right into it. It's good. Have um, you ever listened to Dak Shepard's podcast? My God. You know what's so crazy? No. And that I just had this conversation with my brother, Brian, who, by the way, shout out, today is his birthday. Even I, I, was gonna say, I was going to say happy birthday to Brian. What? How can you or not? I was. It came up on my Facebook. I wished him a happy birthday, but I, Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I was going to say, how do you have Brian? You, you got my birthday wrong. You wished me a happy birthday last week. I was going to bring up that story too. Very <laughs> embarrassing. I... My calendar popped up. It said Christine Taylor's birthday. So I, I wrote Christine a whole message. I hope it's a great day. Happy birthday and a year ahead. And she goes, my, my birthday's in July. <laughs> I said, I think this might have been meant for someone else. Like, I thought maybe it was another Christine that you know. 
And then no. you showed me your calendar screenshot and you said, my computer's never wrong. And then and I said, are you sure? <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm sure. But I did take your good wishes for a good day and a good year. And so far, so good. Well, so, it, it was an early birthday wish, but happy <laughs> birthday to Brian Taylor. Yes. Today. I mean, for the listeners, this his birthday will have passed. So if anybody's out there listening who knows Brian Taylor, his birthday already passed. Um, but uh, yes, today's his birthday. And um, yeah, I um, am very excited because... And and we'll talk, you can talk about our guest because I know she's a friend of yours, but my cousin, my first cousin, Kevin Taylor, is, I think, her officially her number one fan. And I got a message last year from my, maybe last year or the year before from my aunt saying, do you happen to know Candace <laughs> Cameron? Because it's... Kevin's birthday and I thought it'd be amazing to get a signed autograph or or a picture or something for Kevin for his birthday. And I felt terrible. I responded. I was like, I don't know her at all. Like I have no connection. Oh, to her. really? You never met Candace? No. No. Wow. How is that um, possible? If we had met, maybe it was at an event or something, but I didn't, it's that weird thing where you're like, I don't want to just randomly go reach out to a rep about somebody who's like a cousin of a thing. It never, it always right. sounds lame. Um, and so, and so now I get to meet her and, and tell her how much my cousin loves her. And then maybe even when all is said and done, have a, have a, a contact to, get a signed picture from her at some point. I think and I'll this be is like, the <laughs> perfect opportunity. Yeah, man. I'll be like the star player. I'll be his favorite cousin from this moment <laughs> forward. He's also actually happens to be like a huge, my cousin, a big, huge Hey Dude fan. And they went to the Tankaverde Dude Ranch years ago to just just to see like the old abandoned sets and so so you know so Wait, my cousin, your cousin is he much younger than you he's he's about 10 years younger than me wow yeah. so he yeah. must have been so psyched that you were his cousin during those years yes he was <laughs> <laughs> he was they were they they didn't tell me they were psyched about it i found it out years later but right. <laughs> <laughs> um how are you all over there um, we are all good. The rain stopped finally. Um, uh, yeah, we, you know, we, we have two kids away and we, you know, you know, we only have one kid. Chelsea's at home and, uh, we just had so much fun with her. We saw the, uh, the Bob Marley movie the other night. Have you seen that? No, no, I haven't oh seen that. Oh my gosh. It was so intense. So amazing. Um, and we did some hikes, we, you know. We just really had a nice long weekend. Chelsea had two days off of school, Friday and Monday, and we really just hung out a lot. It was so nice. So nice. Oh, I see. Okay. We've oh, got- Candace is we, here. Yes. We got our, we just got our, we got our big red alert. Candace is here. So should we invite her in? I'm very excited about this. Yeah. Let's come in. Candace Cameron Bure. Hi, guys. Hi, Candace. Hi there. Hi. It's great to see you. you. Great to see you. It is so good to see you. You look, look at your beautiful 
setting, that color behind you. Oh, it's thanks. gorgeous. This is my podcast set, so oh, see. makes it easy. <laughs> oh, and look at our podcast sets behind us. It's just <laughs> white walls and our weird houses and behind us. Um, that's so beautiful. It's so nice to have you here, and it's such a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. I you too. just think you're the greatest, and I was telling David before before we, we logged in that my cousin, my first cousin, who's about 10 years younger than me, like is so madly in love with you he's very happily married with kids but he uh, like has loved you from his youth oh my gosh and i i'm not kidding like a year ago my aunt reached out to me and was like do you have any connections do you think we could get a signed autograph i was like i don't know no i don't have any connections at all and now look now i have now i have a connection now and you maybe have a connection maybe i'll get a little and whatever you want i'm happy to do it i can't believe that you i can't believe you guys have never met i know it's It's pretty crazy crazy. it's really crazy but i'm really happy to meet you it's such a pleasure and and what's your let's talk about you two what is your history how do you and david know each other (laughs) i want all the dirt we did a tv do you remember david Oh, Candace! I looked up on YouTube last <laughs> night. Uh, I think it's called Kid. No, I know it's called Kids, Kids in, the in the Woods. Yeah, uh, with a Z. Right. It was a play on like Boys Kids in the in Hood the or something. <laughs> no, it's not. No. Wait. What was this? A TV movie? It was a TV movie. It was directed by Neil Israel, mm-hmm. who who he had done the movie Bachelor Party. You remember with Tom Hanks? Of course. And uh, he was married yeah. to Amy Heckerling. But it was Candace and I, and it was a whole like slew of. Uh, it was all like the kid actors that were either on TGIF <laughs> or whatever shows. I think Tatiana Lee was in it. And Alfonso. Alfonso was in it. Like, it's hilarious to go. I love that it was. Was it Kids K I D Z in the Woods W O O D Z as well? Both were Zs. No, I think it was uh, w- the woods was a Z. I just yeah. looked it up. Honestly, I have, I, a, I have to see this. I have a scene pulled up, but I, I think we'll just maybe post it. I can't show it to you yet. But it's, <laughs> it's funny. It, it, we were in Vancouver for a summer, like dur- during our yeah. hiatus. Yeah, I remember that was like the first movie. Oh, maybe I'm getting them mixed up. No, I'm not. It, that was the first movie that I went to Vancouver on my own. Like my mom didn't accompany me because I think I was 17 maybe. And so I was like, mom, like, can I I be an adult please? And, and she let me, I think we got into a little bit of trouble. (laughs) It was so much fun. I think it, yeah. Listen, I've done movies in Vancouver during the winter and it's rainy and gross, but like that, our movie, it was beautiful. It was it was. What, what what is the premise of this? Is it just kids romping oh, around Christine, the woods? Kids K I D Z. Christine, tell Ben that Dave Thomas from SCTV was the lead in this yeah, movie. No. And who's the girl from Newhart? Ju- Julia Duffy. Oh my God. Like comedic Julia Duffy. geniuses. Oh, such comedic <laughs> geniuses. I don't think I've seen that movie. Since it aired, I think I watched it once back in the day. I couldn't even tell you the premise. I really don't know. Just I, kids in you, the world. You, camp? What was happening? If, if you go on YouTube, which I did last night, you can pull up. There's so many clips of it. Oh I mean, YouTube is incredible. Like they find everything. Yeah. But uh, 
I think it was some kind of summer trip with students and mm-hmm. and then Candace's character kept I had a girlfriend but she kept coming after me and I was so rude to her <laughs> I like literally I gotta show you a clip where she's like can I sit I she said I sit behind you in math class and then I I go oh yeah you have that smell and you're like oh it's <laughs> it's a new perfume or <laughs> I was oh no like, and then you insult her <laughs> I insult her like over and over again <laughs> terrible yeah teenage boys teen it was this the 90s let's just get let's get to it was this like early 90s yeah it was yeah yeah this yeah. was early 90s for sure <laughs> it was fun it was so i mean darius mccrary what a great yeah. guy i loved him yeah we we had fun BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. 
kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Candace, I did an episode of uh, Full House and we had... Um, I was going to say, I feel like there's a... Ne- we, we did some other stuff too. I'm like, which episode were you on a Full House? I know because we had Jody on and uh, you and I are about to go on a date or you, I don't... You're helping me. It, it was called Take My Sister, Please. And you were trying to get us your own bedroom well, yeah. or something. And like, I'm in your room and we're doing homework and I invite you out to, I'm about to ask you out on a date. And then Jody comes in and starts hazing me, like trying to just sabotage the date. Oh my gosh. I'd have to go back and look at that episode. Yeah, it's I- random. <laughs> But I remember being so nervous. It was one of my first jobs, like Christine, after Hey Dude, it was one of my oh. first network roles and Candace and everyone there was so seasoned and so calm and I was so, so freaking nervous. Wait, did we do the movie first or do the full house episode first? Oh no, the full house thing was way way before the movie. Oh, way before. Okay, yeah. I'm like how young was I dating on full house, man? <laughs> <You're> right, exactly. <laughs> we must have been I mean it was high school years, but uh yeah, you were super cool okay. to work with and uh Oh, that's and, nice. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but you guys were so seasoned and so calm yeah. about everything. And, you know, when you, it's one of your first guest stars, you're yeah. so like, oh, my God, am I doing this right? I know. It, it's um, when you when you grow up in that, especially on a sitcom, when there's a live audience, it just feels natural. It's what you do. And, you know, we did Full House for eight years. So you become accustomed to it. But once I was finished with that show and then worked later and would go on to other people's set, whether it was single camera or audience, you then know what it feels like to be the guest star. And it's so scary. It is, isn't it right? So it's the scary. worst. It's the worst. It's no matter scary. no matter what your resume is, no matter how yeah. much work you've done or or how much you've earned the your spot yeah. there, you feel like such an outsider, right? Yeah. I did an episode of Boy Meets World and it was probably one one or two years after Full House ended, so I think I was like 19 or something, 19 or 20. But same thing. I'm like, I've been doing this my whole life. Everyone is great on that on that set. But once we got to the tape night and the audience filled in, I was like, I I, I, I don't remember a line. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I, <laughs> I'm not funny. I, I, I suck. I just the, nerves, the inner. Yeah. <laughs> Your nerves get the best of you. So was was Full House, I mean, first of all, just coming from, a, a, you know, a, a family, a sh- like, you know, your brother, and was Full mm-hmm. House your first big job? Were you working as a, were you doing commercials when you were much younger and sort of yeah. on the circuit and then Full House was the big thing? Yes, exactly. I was a veteran by the time I got Full House. I'd already been in the business for five years. <laughs> I had done like I had done quite a quite a few commercials, and then I had done. I mean, I was on. 
I was on a show called like um, St. Elsewhere, which was like a really popular, like before. Oh, yeah. ER, yes, the, you know? yes, yes. I was like, a, like a, I, I played someone's daughter on that. So I was on several episodes of that. I was on an episode of this show named Alice. That was like one of my favorites as a kid. Do you guys remember that? Mel in the Diner. Of oh, course. course. Mel kiss my grits. Wasn't it kiss my grits? Yes. Like I think I was five or six and I was on an episode of that. Oh, I loved that. that show. Yeah. And then it was on a couple of episodes of Growing Pains my brother's show before Mm -hmm. Full House. So I did have quite a bit of experience before Full House, but that was the big breakout role. But Growing Pains was before Full House, right? Yeah, it started, I think, two years. It might have been three, but I think two years before Full House. I got to just tell you that my goal in life was to be your brother. (laughs) Oh, I remember, David. I remember this. You were so into Kirk during it. You were like, he is the fun, like he is, watch what he's doing. Look at what he's doing. I remember you showing me the, 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 the series, which we'd all seen, but you were like, he is a genius. What he is doing. Like you loved him. Cause he was playing me. I related to that character, the charming guy that just gets out of everything because he's got, you know, he knows yeah. he uses his charm, but he and Michael J. Fox at the time, I mean, I would record those episodes of Growing Pains and I'd watch them over and over when we had VCR tapes. Mm. And my goal in life was to be a sitcom star like your brother. He was so freaking good. (laughs) And I, he brought us so much joy from that show. And then for you to follow in his footsteps, I mean, what was it like seeing your brother uh, become a huge star like that? I mean, it was it was cool. It was weird. It was right. like all of the, all of the above. You know, our family we we weren't really a show business family. So because we lived in LA, we started auditioning. It was like someone was like, "Oh, your kids are cute. Here's my agent's picture." And my mom was like, "Okay, we'll try this." And we kind of fell into the business. So it was like pretty crazy that my brother then got this sitcom and then was like on magazine covers with Michael J. Fox and Jason Bateman. And he was like, you know, this heartthrob person. So at home, it's like, that's my, that's my dorky brother. Yeah. All the girls that are like buying pillowcases <laughs> with his face on it. And- right. Plastering the magazine yeah. covers on their wall. We legit though, at like, at one point of the height of my brother's stardom on the show, we had turned part of our garage in the back to a makeshift fan club that we like legit not only did we have a like letter openers and we're opening all of this family, like thousands and thousands, like 10,000 letters a week. But then we would have like a little mailer that we would send out to people and like we were like... <laughs> My two sisters and I, we would clamp buttons that had my brother's face on them. And we would like send a photo with a button to all the- Oh my goodness. Wow. I love that you guys were doing it on your own. We like, were. We were. There, but, there were companies, I, I'm sure, that did those sorts of no, things. Not back but, then, but you know, back in the 80s, and it was like my mom cared about 
the fans so much, my yeah. my mom and my dad, and they felt that the responsibility to reply and, right. you know, and then at one point it just got so overwhelming. But yeah, we were like little child laborers in the back making buttons with my brother's <laughs> face on. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> I love that you gave respect to everyone that sent the letter, though. That's so cool. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it was it was fun. It was fun in that regard. And it was fun to see my brother just light up the screen and people loved the show. And, you know, I think my favorite memories were going to the set of Growing Pains every week because they taped usually, I think, on a Thursday or Friday night. So that was so exciting to go and watch every live episode with my sisters and watch my brother. It was really fun. And then you know, it was, and then I was on, I think, three episodes of Growing Paints, which was super cool before I got DJ Tanner. Wow. So you were well-versed and trained by the time you got the role on Full House. You watched your brother, you acted <laughs> on the show. I mean, yeah, I mean, I had a little experience, so it didn't feel, I wasn't, I wasn't scared of it at all. Right. I'm like, oh, I've already done this and hopefully this will be fun. But you know, when you get a, when you even get a pilot, you never know what's going to happen to them. And that was the so same true. with Full House. We, right. everyone's like, okay, John Stamos is here. So this has a good chance of getting picked up and going, but you just kind of never know. Wait, John was coming off of a, um... General Hospital? He was General a big star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. So he, he was the star. He was the big star to carry the show at the, first, yeah, at the beginning. Exactly. I didn't know when I got, when I booked the role, we had our first table reading. And I had no idea who was associated in, in this sitcom, like at all. I think we knew that the creator was Jeff Franklin and that was it. So um, I kept asking my mom, like on the drive over, who's in this? Who's in this? And she's like, I don't know. So when we Wait, walked, and you were how old? How old were 10. you at this point? Okay, 10. 10. Okay, so, so, so you're when, asking your mom. Yeah, when we got into the room and there were so many people because it was all the writers, the producers, the directors, the network. And it's just a lot of faces and you get really scared. Like, oh, you know, you're going to read the script, but it's intimidating. But there sitting across the table from me was was Blackie from General Hospital. <laughs> so I was General like, Hospital. oh my gosh. <laughs> I was only 10, but my sisters were huge General Hospital fans. So they were in love with him. And all I could do, even more than just doing the read through, I just wanted to get home to my sisters to tell them, I'm doing a TV show with Blackie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. And was that for you? That was it that like you knew you had at that point you had gotten the part and you or you that was that was part of the audition was was with no, him. that was after I booked it. Okay. I had auditioned a couple of times, but that was I booked it. And then we had our first table reading mm -hmm. and then shot our pilot like a week later. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sports, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Let's just talk about the experience of Full House. I mean, the show is so iconic and it, like 30 years later, it's still people love it. But like, did you know there was something special? And what was it like, you know, being in that experience? I'm still in the enter- entertainment industry today because that was such a good experience. Right. Like could not have had better people around, especially being a kid. And, you know, I, I, I'm sure you've you're talking to people on the show, um, but we hear like so many stories that a lot of kids don't have good experiences. And we all felt so 
just so blessed. So such a, such a gift to all of us that we genuinely had family people around and everyone was in it to create a fun show and do a good job. And at least that was my perspective as a kid. But I think that if you talk to anyone from the show, they will tell you the same thing. And it just felt magical what Jeff Franklin created, who he cast on the show. We all just hit it off. And it was just, there was so much love for eight years on that show between all of us. I was like, except for maybe John and Bob, like season one, and then they like figured it out. But they, you know, John (laughs) talks about that all the time. But it was so, it was just so, it was so good. It was so good. And it's why I still love doing it today. Did you feel pressure though? Because we, listen, we had Jody and we had Andrea on, right, Christine? Andrea was on here. Yes, yes. Yeah, they both said that that you guys were so protected and so taken care Mm -hmm. of on that set. But we've had other actors on that, that were younger who felt a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, if I don't get the laugh, or they're going to write out my, you know, I'm not going to get, you know, the storylines. Did you ever feel yeah. that? Like, like I, I, I'm not getting my laughs or the pressure of that. No, no. And I've, and I've heard those stories too. And that it, like, it, it hurts me internally so much to hear those types of things. I think I at least didn't never felt that way, but I never had anyone speak to me that way. No one ever came up to me and is like, hey, you need to step it up or you need to make sure you get this laugh. Like we were never spoken to by anyone on the show like that, that had, you know, authority in terms of producers or a director. So it was all very encouraging. And they also set us kids up well in that. We had a, uh, a great dialogue coach uh, that would help work with us. And so we were, you know, I'm sure Jody already talked about this, but Jody was like, Jody knew everybody's lines at five years old. Like every episode, like you <laughs> she could was just, a firecracker. Yeah, yeah she, it was <laughs> awesome. But like we were all even as kids, we were all on top of our game and half the time. Everyone was laughing because we were way more professional than John, Bob, and Dave. You know, they're just <laughs> yes, yes. And- that is. I think Andrea said the same thing. Yeah. She was like, "We as kids, we were the ones who were like following all the rules. Come it on, was we the have adults. a job to do. <laughs> yes, right, exactly. That we're cracking lines, jokes man. and busting like, each other up. Yeah, we say like we have school to do too. We're doing two jobs here. So come on, people, let's make this work. Like, and then you worked with you know uh, Michelle. Uh, I mean. Michelle. Mary Kate and Ashley. Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did a show with them later. I played their uncle in a show called Two of a Kind on ABC oh, yeah. um, for one season. But I mean, they were they were infants, right? I know. Yeah. I think they were like nine months old when they started the show <laughs> until they were eight or almost nine. <clears throat> so how is- would you shoot their you know, their lines or their reactions or whatever? <laughs> you, would you, was that done separately? We so we had like two really heavy tape days. So we would pre-tape before the live audience day, we would pre-tape a day before. And all the pre-taping was all the kids' stuff and particularly any baby stuff or animal, you know, comet, the dog <laughs> stuff. So we would always make sure that we had that in the can. But yeah, it was like Adria later 
was the like baby coach or baby wrangler. It's such a weird name. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, it's like when you go get your portrait taken, there's someone behind the camera and they're just got little toys and they're like, trying to make a baby laugh. Like that's what Adria would do. And then as they got older and they were started to have lines on the show, she would just like tell him, you got it, dude, you got it, dude. And they would just repeat her. And So we would do a lot of pre-taping the day before so that when it came time to the audience, if we didn't get it on audience night, we already knew we had it. Yeah, I did a movie a few years ago where they where it was a there was a baby involved and it was just so fun and it was a low budget movie. So it wasn't like you didn't have that that wrangler person Mm -hmm. to but it was the mom. And of course, but it was really about like. Okay, which twin is yeah. in a better mood at this moment yeah. and can and can handle it? And they were sort yeah. of always sort of both on call of like, nope, not working for this one. We're putting the other one in. Exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was a fascinating thing to witness. Yeah. Um, and you know, I it, like for the mom, it pained me so as a mom too. <laughs> I, I just thought, oh my god, you know, just like I wanted so much for for these these twins to to. To take it home for her because you could just see her. She's like, "Oh, please do it, please do it." Just right. <laughs> so right. No, I know nobody's going to get upset. The pressure as a mom, no. I'm like, oh, you hope your child performs well. We asked Jody and and Andrea this too, but I, I'm always so fascinated because that age for you to start the show at ten mm-hmm. and finish at what seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, I mean that is your. Those years you (laughs) grew up on, everything changed, your body's changing, you're changing, your likes and dislikes and boys and all of it. Um, And and how how were you able to manage that as someone who was on a huge hit television show and also just, you know, being a teenage girl, like just going through those changes? I mean, looking back, I you think did I managed pretty well. it as like well said. as I could have. <laughs> but there's certainly things that I can look back on, and it's like, ooh, or or you, you know, I I'm I'm glad that my own daughter hasn't had that ex- the, some of the the pressures or experiences. And again, mine were really good, and like I have a really great supportive family. So does Andrea. So does Jody. So I mm-hmm. think that is. Another huge reason why Crucial, the three yeah. of us are still working and, and yeah. love this because that is like a huge component to have your family or whoever your primary caretakers are in your life to really be looking out for you and your best interest and not to say yes to everything so that your career can succeed. And right. I, it's not always always, about the next yeah. thing. And and I think you're 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 absolutely yeah. right, right. For a lot of kid actors, it's really the parents are driving, you yeah. know, we've talked to people where that was yeah. the case, where the parents were making the decisions and there was not a lot of agency or discussion. But when you yeah. have, you know, family members that are all about just what is best for you for my child in this moment yeah and let's enjoy it for what it is and that's what it really sounds like yeah. you you all had exactly candace were you ever enrolled in a in a in a regular school or you just did completely I on was. the set? yeah i did so i did a combo of both when we first started 
I I remember I, I still went to like sixth grade and then I still wanted to, I was going to junior high school and I wanted to have that experience, that real experience. So I was taking some classes in the morning and then I would go to work. And then when we'd go, we're down for on hiatus, the extended rest of the school year, I would go back and then take all of my classes. But that proved like by eighth, eighth grade, it was horrendous. I got really bullied by the kids in the school because oh, I was no. on like a TV show that everyone watched. And yet they just all made fun of me. And it was like, so it was so awful. Oh, so, I would have thought the opposite that everyone would want to be you your would, friend. And you, you know, would yeah. think, but I but don't think no. kids at that age, I think there's jealousy. It's right. that fee- it. it's the feeling of like, Oh, this person, like she thinks she's, she's better so than much us. better than us. <laughs> yeah. And That's it's what it was. just, it's that preteen. And all they can, the only way to manage that is by making fun of the person. Like, because you're the outsider, right. we're not going right. to like you because you're different. Right. That was exactly it. So by oh. ninth grade and above, I was pretty much just tutored on the set. And right. then, you know, finished my last year of high school, still doing the show. Wow. Those are some important years, but. <laughs> I know. And when, so when the show f- finished and it was like okay high school graduation i'm you know this next chapter of life what was did you know you wanted to keep going did you feel like you wanted to do something else you know we talked to mayam who you know on blossom she really wanted to go to college she wanted to have that experience um you know what where were you at at that point I was so happy to finish high school. I was like, no. <laughs> no more school. <laughs> no more school. No more academics. I, was, <laughs> no. I so hear you. I was, I was not that that girl. I was not, not the academic one. So the interesting part for me is that I met my husband during the last year of the show. And I was only 18 years old. So we, it was like, it just was, it was prime for me in that it couldn't, I couldn't have made the transition any better because we had this, we got engaged, like, you know, we dated for a year, got engaged. And so once the show ended, I felt like, oh my goodness, I'm going to start this new journey, like a new season of life in that I'm going to be married and have a family, have a family maybe. And I still wanted to work like, mm-hmm. you know, at 18 years old, I'm thinking, well, I, of course, I'm still going to work and do all of that at the same time. And then, and then realized like, oh, can't do all the things all, <laughs> all at the same time. Always some, some things have to just, you know, you got to set aside, but so the transition really was easy in that I wanted to keep working, but I met my husband, got we got married. And then when we did start a family, which was like two years after we got married, I just realized I actually didn't want to work. Um, so I could be home more with my kids to raise them, but, but it worked out pretty well. We've been married 27 years. Oh, congratulations. Oh I wow. mean, that's really, it's, it's you, it wasn't like high school sweethearts, but it almost is. Cause it was like right yeah. out of, right out of high school, that it, period of time. 
And as, I um, really, as any yes. TV TV person could get that high school experience and get married. Like he is my high school sweetheart because neither of us really had a high school experience. He was a pro hockey player. So he was on a different journey too. Yep. The sports. The right. sports how, how, did you, how did you guys meet at, when you're 18? Dave Coulier introduced us at a charity hockey game. Oh, no way. In LA. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, totally funny. And then um, we went on our first date and I, the very next day after we met and Lori Lachlan was my wing girl because I was like, <laughs> he asked me to go to lunch. I've never been on a date with someone I don't know. Will you please go with me? Oh, no way. Stop she it. went on your first so, date? So Lori went with me and Val's brother was there too. So the four of us went on a date. But I mean, talk about full circle with my full house family. Like they, between Dave and Lori and Bob and John, like just being protective parents, uncles, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> mm-hmm. like they're, I mean, a huge part of my life in that next season of my life, even just as the show ended. Oh my gosh. Life imitating art is so, I mean, it's <laughs> I really crazy. I mean, Dave played the role of your real uncle introducing you to your husband. I mean, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I want to get into all of you. You know, you've written several best-selling books, but how did the Fuller House come about? Fuller House was amazing. I'm so I I wish it hadn't ended. It was such a fun time in life. Oh my goodness! It was you know one of these crazy thoughts because we were one of the first shows that came back. Right. And probably that, like, we talked reboot. to Jody. You you helped Netflix quite a bit, I think, at that time. <laughs> yeah, reboots were not a thing. No, at, that point, we were, at all. No, we were one of the first, and um, I don't really, I don't remember all of the details, but it was like Jeff Franklin, John Stamos, and Bob Boyette, who is the original. I mean, they were the, the Bob Boyette and uh, Jeff were the original creators, and and. Um, production company that w- did Full House. And they were like, we're going to pitch this. Are you guys all interested in doing this? So they they talked to me, Jody, Andrea, you know, Dave, Bob, Lori, everyone. And we are all like, yeah. And so Jeff came up with the concept of Fuller House, which was basically just flipping Full House in that now I'm married, my husband's passed away, I've got three boys, and I need my best friend and my sister to move in to help me raise them. And it was it like brilliant. And so we went around and pitched to every network and they all said no. Like, we don't think people remember the show, oh my gosh. even though the show hadn't been off the air in 30 years, but they were like, no, I don't think there's enough fan base out there anymore. <laughs> all this kind of stuff. And then it was our very last pitch. We went to Netflix and a couple of the execs really liked it. And they were like pulling for us and they pushed it forward and they, they, they said yes. So, <laughs> but I, and I think Andrea told the story that like, it, because it was the last pitch and you guys had pitched it, it was like, everyone was sort of like, oh my God, like 
so not into yes. it at that point because yeah. we'd, you'd been said no to so many times and there were exactly. like all kinds of like she said I think like I was went to the wrong place or like there was all sorts of confusion and no one was caring at this point because it, it was going to be a no again yeah and exactly it, right yeah because it was Jody Andrea me John Stamos uh Jeff Franklin and um, there were a couple other executives there in the room, but like we were going out and pitching this and pitching this. So it wasn't like they just knocked on the door and were like, hey, want to do a full house? Re- or you full guys house went re- into yeah. pitch meetings as an entire cast? As an in- Yes. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> yes, we did. And so, yeah, so it was like, yeah, by Netflix, we were like, okay, good. This was a good try. This was this was really fun to get together and hang out for like the last month right, doing right. all these pitch meetings. But we figured it was over. And then Netflix gave us the green light. And that became some of the best years of my life, which is still really recent. Although we, you know, it ended in 2020. And, um, Thankfully, in the sense that the world changed after 2020. So we just kind of we ended the show right before the pandemic had hit. But man, it was so much fun to get back together, like to get the band back together. It was I would do that job with those people every day for the rest of my life if I could. Was it the same same soundstage? The exact same? Yes. Oh, what a trip. That is just crazy. serendipitous. Like it, it is just, you couldn't I know. write it more perfectly. I know. Truly, truly a gift. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? 
M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'll tell you, I want to just talk about Bob Saget for a minute because we, we I was friends with him for a long time. and We, we had many mutual friends, but... He, I hadn't talked to him in, in a long time, but my daughter Chelsea, um, had her camp friends coming to visit from New York. And so I reached out to Bob through our friend Mike Young. He said, can you get us tickets to Fuller House? And not only did he get them tickets, he got them onto the stage and to meet all you guys. And he was one of the sweetest people I've ever known. And I didn't know him as well as you, obviously, but. Yeah, talk about your relationship with Bob because it's just his passing was devastating to everybody. Yeah, it really, it really was. Um, yeah, Bob was one of my, one of my best friends. He was one of the closest people to me in my life, and so the loss was so great and so difficult. But he, everything that you said, Bob was so generous. He was so loving, so kind. And he, if you asked Bob to do anything, he'd be like, yep, yep. I'll make <laughs> right. it happen and go above and beyond. And it didn't matter who you were, how well he knew you, if he sat next to you on an airplane or whatever, like Bob yeah. was just that guy that would just want to make people happy because it, you know, it, cause it does, it feels good to be generous. It feels good to be kind and it changes someone's day. And Bob just always knew that. And I think Bob, um, Bob just appreciated because he, Bob had a lot of loss in his life. There was a lot of heartbreak in his life. So he appreciated all the moments in his life, big and small, and wanted to help bring that joy to other people in their, their lives. So beautiful. And what I, you know, we, I, I shared this before, but he, 
from the couple of times that I met him, but he loved my mother-in-law and 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 spoke mm-hmm. at her at her funeral and um but they shared such an irreverent sense of humor. And that was what yeah. I think was so funny is because Bob was on Full House, which was so family and so yeah. clean cut that you behind the scenes. Yeah. He played, I know. And my mother-in-law, who had the same kind of, um, you know, potty mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it was like they yeah. would sort of swap insults and, and but it was all love. And it was yeah. so just he just so, so funny. So yeah. funny. Yeah, I know. What a special so relationship. Yeah, it that really you all was. got to have with him. Yeah, I have a crazy question. I don't mean to say I, we we can. I, I, this is a question that is a total segue, and I feel like we've had guests on the show before who have done this. But I need to ask about doing Dancing with the Stars. I love talking about Dancing with the Stars. because I'm obsessed with it. I feel like it is probably like the scariest thing you could ever possibly go into. You have not done it. I have not done it. (laughs) You need to do it. I live in total fear of it. Yes, you do. I feel like it would be the scariest thing, but I'm obsessed with every... I love all of the human interest stories. I love the relationships with your partners. So how was that experience for you? And did you have any... Was it... Did you have to think about it a lot or were you a fan of the show and you just immediately were like, yes, I'm doing this? I was a huge fan of the show. And before leading up to that, I think I had been asked to be on every reality show, celebrity (laughs) reality show possible. And I said, no, I've said no to every single one of them. I'm like, just, it's just not my thing. I don't really want to be a part of it. However, if Dancing with the Stars asks me, that is an immediate yes. So I waited, like I kept calling my my agent going, can you just let them know I'm interested? Let them know I'm interested. And I think I waited like five years or something (laughs) because I wasn't on full house at the time. Like I was still in my stay at home mom phase, but I had just started to get back into the business. So I, I waited very patiently. And then when I got the call of like, Hey, they'd like to meet you. And come on in and see, you know, if it might work for this season. I was like freaking out. And it was, so there was no hesitation or reservation. I wanted to do it so badly, but I did not know. I did not realize how difficult the experience would be and life-changing in the best of ways. That's what I feel like I hear from everybody. Life-changing how? So, I mean, depending, depending on who you are and what, what you're familiar with, it pushes you out of your comfort zone yes, I would, so yeah. much. And like, for me, I'm not a dancer. I have no background in dancing or training, but like, I like to dance at a wedding, you know? <laughs> right, <laughs> I, used to, right, I used to love to go to the club right. when I was 18. <laughs> exactly. like, that's, about, that's about it. Yep. And so... um. So when you get, you know, paired with a partner, I loved my partner. It was Mark Ballas. He was wonderful. And he was so sweet. He seemed like the sweetest. Yeah. All the things. Cause I was like, I don't want drill sergeant. Like I can't, that's not. (laughs) No, no, (laughs) no. Tough love won't work for me. Yeah. Tough love doesn't work. I need like, 
Love, Yay! love. Cool that was college. great, Candace. <laughs> yes, yes. I need to hear how wonderful You're I doing am. Great. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like a little child. Just tell me <laughs> yeah. how great that was. My improvement. So anyway, there was just so much growth because um what I I didn't know how much the the effort was gonna be. And I I truly wanted to improve as much as I could because I realized I was not really a good dancer. And so they they give you specific amounts of time that you can train. And then within the progression, if you go along from week to week, they'll increase your time that you're allowed to practice. To be in the so studio, like, right? With, yeah. Okay. So like that first, the first few weeks that you're on, they only let you practice for four hours a day. But by the time you're probably at week six, seven, eight, it, they they give you up to like eight to 10 hours. And I was there all the hours because I needed it. Wow. <laughs> so like that's a long uh, day. It was just, yeah, it was it was um, it was draining, but it was exciting. And the live audience thing and the live show totally freaked me out. I I I I. I don't know what I did in my mind. I realize now that I have a lot of like panicky issues when I don't feel in control. Mm. So I learned that on that show. <laughs> Hold on. Who would not feel panicked to go yeah. out and dance in front of a live audience and TV cameras? Anybody in the world would be nervous. By the way, That's with judges. With a lot totally. of judgment coming right oh afterwards, like right after you've yeah. like poured your heart out, done yeah. your, and then you get to just listen to everything you did wrong. <laughs> or right, right in some cases. Or right. <laughs> that, that's the good thing that even within the constructive criticism, the judges on that show are always encouraging. They're always going to find the the good things that you did do, and they will point that out. So that's why that that show is also really fun. And um, you know, once I, I you know I, I got through it, I actually like mentally went downhill by the end of that show because I was like, "Get me off this roller coaster! <laughs> I'm gonna throw up before every single show." Like I was, I, I freaked myself out. And you kept going. Out. You made it to, I made the, it to the finals. Finals. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> yes. You with no Which dancing experience. For a That's unreal. Yes, because the other thing is there. Even though there are amateurs there you know if you have a figure skater that's a dancer right. like there yeah. are people who are dancers they're even performers. though they're not performers yeah. yes who can move their butt but then there's the real like you know like non-dancers and yeah. you i could like that was amazing to, and i would imagine <laughs> but I, I imagine you never thought you would go that far i'm sure oh, you I wanted to because i think i was in the bottom the bottom two every single week until oh. Like the semifinals. So I always thought I was leaving every single week. Oh. And then I would somehow get saved or the stay fan alive. vote audience saved right. me and I stayed alive. So it was crazy. There were a lot of people that were much better in terms of dancing that should have stayed. But that's also the fun thing about that show It is that it isn't always about the best dancer. And there have been, you know, Several seasons where by far the best dancer does win, yeah. but some that haven't. And some it's just because there's a connection with the audience. There's a connection through the arc of the performance and where you started, where you've gone, the journey that you that it takes you through. And that's the heart of that show. And I think that's what the viewer really loves is going yes. on that journey. 
Yes, seeing that person's growth and the vulnerability Mm -hmm. that you see. Like, I feel like, and it doesn't feel manufactured. I know that when cameras are there, people know. But you really, in that, I feel like in that scenario where you're just sort of like blood, sweat, and tears in a studio out of your comfort zone, the like, you are really seeing raw emotion. Yeah, no, it's all all pretty pretty real. It's not manufactured. You need to do the show. You have to do the show. I am encouraging <laughs> that. I am just putting that uh, out there because you it, know you want to do it. If and when that happens, we will, we'll talk about it. You, we'll I, you, I will you. have a big long I talk will, with you about it. I'm sure you'll want your family there in the audience first, <laughs> but I will be your first friend to sit in that audience and cheer you on. I promise Yeah, well, you. you'll be the one responsible for it if that happens for sure. Um yeah, no, thank you for for indulging me in that because we've had some guests on and we just haven't gotten to it. And I was like, I got I'm asking Candace about this today. Period. Yeah. I get the life changing experience now. Yeah. I mean, it's not just leaving your comfort zone, but it's it, it's challenging yeah. yourself. It, yeah. It, 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 honestly, I came off of I came off of dancing with the stars, went all the way to the end. And it was only a month or two after that that I got asked to co-host the view which i signed a two-year contract to co-host the view with them and like i would probably never i never would have even considered that because that show is out of my comfort zone like i wasn't right. looking to but be a talk now show you're host. fearless right but i'm fearless and it was yeah. because of dancing with the stars i'm like if i could do that oh i can do anything i'll learn this I just learned how to dance. I'll learn how to be a that's, Yeah, that's the benefit of leaving your comfort zone and yeah, challenging exactly. yourself you can then go to another level and yeah. not be scared. How was the view? Was that a good experience? It was. It, it has its ups and downs. Um, it was a. Cha- it was a challenging one too, and I'm grateful for it. But I was very happy the day that I left. Oh, really? <laughs> I was feel it- like that's sort of the general consensus when people who yeah. have left the view. That I feel <laughs> like there is a, a sort of rotation of you yes. know of ins and outs on the view, and it feels like everyone always is sort of like, "I'm so grateful for the experience. <laughs> I'm so glad I did it." And goodbye. Yeah, I'm really mind. happy that's over. I'll be happy to just sit in the Close chair as a chapter. guest. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Five shows a week of very opinionated, different people. Yeah. That's got to mm-hmm. be that's, that's challenging. Was Barbara Walters there when you did it or no? She actually was there a few times right when I started. But um, but not full time anymore. She had so I so I was at the at the table with her. I think twice, mm-hmm. and then she um, had stepped away from it. Yeah, I mean, I always love the idea of that show. You know, bringing people, especially in this type of environment, bringing people of different backgrounds and different yeah. political views together. But uh, it's cool that you did that for two years. I mean, what's you have next? had so- such an eclectic career you really you really have four books she's an author i know i know and you don't stop the work is still going and how old are are your kids now too because i know you started young i did so yeah my kids are all in their 20s and my son just got married a couple weeks ago oh congratulations yeah thank you congratulations so exciting it was so beautiful um, they are just a wonderful couple. We couldn't be happier, but it's like, a, this is now a whole different season. Cause now I'm like, when do I get grandkids? Uh-oh. It just seems like 
a crazy thought, but I'm like, I'm so excited for when that day comes one day, you know, it's this whole different thing when your children are now adults and it's wonderful. It's so wonderful. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, my daughter is tw- going to be 22 and just adopted a cat. So I'm a grandma to her cat. And I feel it. I Congratulations. feel it. Thank you so much. Yes, I congrats. feel it. I feel this responsibility where it's it's her responsibility, but I get to come in and be the cool cat grandma. So, um, <laughs> so you get to do that with, with real humans soon. But um, congratulations. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. I love that you face all your different phases coming off of Full House and going into marriage and kids. And and now, just with such optimism, and it's all exciting, right? It's all your attitude about it. Yeah, I think so. Um, thank you for that. I listen. I feel very, very blessed in all the things that I that I get to do, and I think that's how I've always looked at it. That um, I've had wonderful opportunities in my life, and wonderful people around me, and doors have been opened, and I'm like. I I have um, such a well of of gratitude in my heart and in my life for all the things that I've been able to do and that I continue to do and I I genuinely love what I do and I have my my hand in a lot of different things but you know it makes life um, really beautiful when you're able to incorporate your work into your passion. Or your passion into your work, I should say, and that's yes. what I—that's what I've done with my life. So I'm—I'm I'm grateful for for all the things, and yeah, and now I'm like you know sitting as an executive at um, our network, Great American Family, which is wonderful, and producing movies, and we have new ones coming out this year. So I'm producing many of them that I'm not starring in, but just produce them as well with my company, and and have my podcast as well, and. Lots of um, lots of things I could keep talking about. <laughs> a great movie coming out in theaters on April 26th called Unsung Hero that I can't wait for audiences to see. It's it's such a beautiful movie about um, the Smallbone family who you would know them from the band for King and Country and Rebecca St. James. And it's their family story. But there's, yeah, lots of things, lots of things. And I'm just grateful for all of it. And I just truly enjoy it and love it. Oh, well, congratulations. I, I mean, we could keep talking to you, like you said, about all of those things. We have to let you go. We do have to let you go. But I just love, I, one thing I wanted to say is that I love that, you know, a lot of people say, oh, the next chapter. And I noticed a couple of times you said that in this next season, or I'm in this next season of my life. And I love that. I love looking yeah. at it that way. Right. Yeah. It's just such a beautiful way to look at it. And I really couldn't help but think that when you talked about how Bob who you loved so much, appreciated all the, like, I really feel like I hear that in you too, just Mm. about like, you know, just appreciating the littlest moments and the biggest moments. And this was such a treat to talk to you. Really so much fun. Guys, thank you for asking me to be on. I really appreciate it. I so do. I was so happy to get your Instagram (laughs) message. I know, Christine, I DM'd her on Instagram. I know, David, David was, he, you were a dream guest and David was going to make it happen for us. So thank you so (laughs) much, Candice. Thanks guys for asking me. Yeah. And good luck with everything. I, you know, I love catching the podcast and you guys have such, favorites on so it's 
you know, and this is our era. So it's just like totally listening and listening to everyone's journey. It's really fun. What's the name of the movie again? Because I want to see it. Unsung Hero. Okay. And that's, it's going to be in theaters. Yeah. Yes. In theaters, April 26th. Oh, fantastic. Uh-huh. So cool. Yeah. All right. Congrats. And thank you so much. Candace. Thank you. Guys, I may find you to get a signed picture for my cousin at some point. Uh, please do. I can. I mean, I can just DM you my, all my my info. Per- perfect. Just look I'll, in your DMs. Yes. I'll, 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 I'll send you my number. Okay. Perfect. Right. Okay. Thank, Thank you so care. much, Candice. Okay. Bye. 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 I really love our interviews. That was they, so fun. Like, lift up. They like brighten my whole week. I know. That was actually so great because it's just, I feel like with so many people and a lot, we have a lot of friends on too, but when the people that I haven't met, but have just grown up with and known over the years and, you know, it, it's such a neat thing to just like have them be as cool as you think they are. You know, uh, yeah, like you and sweet Candace, and real. I think would be good friends. I, 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 it's hard to believe that you haven't met all all these years, but uh, I know. I mean, you guys had a great rapport, and she's super. I really cool. got to catch that kids in the woods, kids uh, in the oh, woods. Oh, you know what I want to do, Christine? <laughs> I'm going to ask uh, iHeart how I can get a YouTube clip on our social media. Because there's yeah. the scenes with Candace and I, I watched them. It was, it was oh, so I'm sure fun. they can. Fi- I'm sure they can figure that out. We've got okay, we're technical gonna post. people <laughs> that are capable of that. They right? are the technical people. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, that was awesome, and thank you, David, for for DMing her and uh, making that happen. That I mean, terrific. honestly, Christine. Anyone we asked to come on here is like, yeah, of course. I know. So, we've been very lucky. So nice. Um, um, and I think we've got a fun one next week too. Yeah, I just was do. just looking. So, um, yeah. So come back and listen next week, everybody. And thanks for, uh, joining us on Hey Dude, the nineties called podcast, <laughs> the way David likes to say it. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll, we got to do something from nineties con too. So that's coming up as well. Yeah. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe and give us five stars. And please follow us on Instagram at HeyDudeThe90sCalled. See you next time. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.